You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutt. And we are in charge of this show, Joe. <laughs> well, we're doing the best we can here, Heather. <laughs> I love it. For our listeners out there, uh, we, we were taking that short break, and Heather decided she'd get me a cup of coffee, but she also muted and turned me <laughs> off, so I couldn't communicate. So we thought, uh-oh. Uh, oh, boy. We're flying solo, but Good here thing. we are, Heather. We came back. We came back, and just in time, because I'm excited for our next guest. I always find him extremely inspirational. Right, and... Not and, only on a business level, but spirituality. Oh, this is the beauty of uh, our next guest. I'll allow you to introduce him, but um, you'll continually be surprised at the the diversity, the the fullness oh, of of his experience and his ability to bring it all together. He, he's got business and law and tra- and, he's and wise. spirituality, right? And then I was like, oh yeah, I think I know partly why. So uh, I think I'll uh, I'll get okay. to that. But I'll let you introduce our last guest here for Real Presence Live. Well, I'm excited to introduce Jameson Rounds. He is the business department chair at Mount Marty College. Good morning, Jameson. Good morning. And I have to say, uh, the words beauty and uh, Jameson Rounds are very rarely said in the same sentence. So uh, hey, thank that, you very much. Uh, that's all right. I, I, I had beauty and beast earlier. And then I thought, uh-oh. Uh, it was the president of the college that uh, that and yeah. I, you know now that's not the business the business beauty and business yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he employs you Joe so use the beauty for him I'll take the beast I, like, ah, I love it I love it Jameson how are you uh, probably better than I think I deserve how's that sound <laughs> outstanding outstanding and uh, you know. Uh, Heather and I, we've we've been running this program this morning. We usually host from Mount Marty down in Yankton, mm-hmm. but in light of COVID and some of those circumstances, uh, we're we're doing it remote. So so our guests are phoning in, but we've had uh, uh, Mike Farrell with the certificate program for the Benedictine Leadership Institute on Brandon Connell with the pr- Coral program, and now. Uh, well, and we had the president, uh, the Mark president. Long, and yeah. now you with business. And so what we're doing is just presenting that integrated life, right? The idea that says all of this has a relationship one to the other. And I thought, who better to be the person that can cap that off and bring it together, this integrated life, mm-hmm. than Jameson Round, chair of the business program at Mount Marty College. So, Jamie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who are you? Well, where you come from? You know, um Born and raised in Pierre, South Dakota, uh, the youngest of 11 in the natural family. We uh, added uh, two stepbrothers and a stepsister for a total of 14 after my mom passed away. Uh, all 11 of the original crew graduated from South Dakota colleges. I graduated from USD, uh, was always involved in business and really loved economic development. Interned there, was even uh, the governor's intern when I was in college, which was really, really cool. Uh, spent some time overseas, uh, came back, got a law degree. Uh, then discerned a call with the nudging of one of my judges, uh, who I worked for, to uh, enter seminary. So uh, re- reluctantly, I went back to college and then fell in love uh, once more uh, with my faith. Uh, spent three and a half years in seminary, 2.5 of those in Rome. Uh, then discerned a call to family and marriage. Uh, came back, had a brother who was running for governor and... Uh, was in a campaign where we didn't have any money, and I figured, oh, heck, I've been living a life of poverty this long. I might as well continue. <laughs> so uh, 
my sister and I uh, kind of teamed up, and we ran his campaign, and lo and behold, he won. So I stayed on for a couple years in economic development, kind of a special projects guy, uh, working on some of the initiatives, the 2010 initiative, the Homestake Mine project, and a lot of those things that were kind of his signature items. Uh, and then after a little while, um, uh, I met a young lady, decided it was time to get married, uh, and left, moved down to the eastern side of the state, uh, started a business, and then taught at USD in the government program. My my intersection is really the intersection of government uh, and and business uh, and, and where they overlap. So I, that's probably my, my, my special area. My honors thesis when I was younger was politics and the business planning process. So, um, you know, that's always been where I was kind of focused. Um, when I left uh, 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 the governor's office and, and started my own business and taught at USD, um, I, I had a side business that helped little businesses get bigger. Uh, so my clients did pretty well, so we uh, had to help them sell. So in the process, became a certified business evaluator and a certified mergers and acquisitions professional. Had the honor of working as the outside M&A advisor for the Evangelical Lutheran Good Samaritan Society, which is a, a really wonderful organization. I'm actually very faithful folks. Uh, really loved working with them uh, on their uh, nationwide acquisitions of home health and hospice. And um, uh, just kind of I have an M&A business up in, in Sioux Falls. I'm married now, have four kids, and I'm happy to be able to come back and um, kind of the, the other mix of, of, of government and business is really education. So it's those three areas that have always kind of have been at the intersection. And to come back and to be able to mix and combine, and as you said, integrate faith and business and learning in that kind of that, 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 that seeking for the good, the beautiful, and the true. Wow. And we get to do that at Mount Marty. And, and that, that's, that's where, 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 what brings me here. So that's Heather, my background and what I do. This is why you want your daughter to get her business degree at Mount Marty. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? Uh, and, and he so, makes me feel like a slacker. <laughs> I, I know. Don't, trust me. I, I'm like, oh, man, I can't keep up. Um, it, what a beautiful, beautiful synopsis there, a little bit about who you are and, and, and as you come into Mount Marty and that idea of government and business and education. And at some point here in the conversation, I want to talk about the relationship, not specifically between those, but how faith. You know, you're at you're at a Catholic Benedictine school. How does faith play into those spheres and, and, and integrate? So, uh, Mount Marty. Uh, well, let's let's take a step back here, Jamie. Um, you know, it's like full disclosure. I gotta I gotta <laughs> kind of get this out. We were in seminary together, and uh, you were a little bit ahead of me in the education sphere. I did my undergraduate work, so I. I if you're going to be a Catholic priest, um, it takes about eight years to 10 years. You can do your full undergraduate work and then your major seminary graduate work in two different spheres. I did my undergraduate work while you were finishing your, your philosophy and then transitioning, but you were uh, one of the Romans. You, you snuck off across the pond and went and got educated in Rome for, for your seminary career. What, um, when you look at that, uh, just a, a brief bit, how has seminary formation impacted you professionally? Uh, it completely changed the way I look at really everything. First off, I, I, I honestly don't know if I was really a... I was probably a good Pharisee before I went to seminary, <laughs> but I don't know if I was a good Catholic, and, and, and now I realize how far I have to go to become a good Catholic. Um, 
but it, it helped me fall in love with my faith, and it showed me what our faith was. Uh, you know, I had had a lot of other types of philosophy and undergraduate, real secular type stuff, and that was all fine and dandy. But really coming in and, and seeing um, what what we what you and I discuss a lot of times as virtue ethics and and this this concept of the integrated person and that and that life is not about a bunch of rules. It's about a relationship where God is always drawing him closer, drawing us closer to him in everything we do, whether it's small or big. And that concept allowed me to fall in love with my faith and frankly allowed me to leave seminary. Uh, because it, it let me see that, that he was drawing me into a, a closer personal relationship, whether I'm in a crowded family or I did a 30 day silent retreat at Creighton in the middle of Omaha. And, you know, it was one of those great experiences in life where you have to be quiet and silent with noise and chaos. And, and they had a cheerleading competition going on of all things. <laughs> oh. You know, right when here I am, a seminarian down there. And so I, I just chuckled because it was, you know, God was teaching me to be calm and quiet in the noisy, chaotic place. And I think in business and in life, you need to do that. But above all, um, seeing how, how that process of our faith is really practical. And, and business is practical. Government is practical. You know, we're trying to do the common good in both places. And, you know, first we have to decide what the right thing to do is. We have to learn and do our study and understand what the best practices are. But then we have to figure out how to do them. And it's practice. It's practical. It's practice. And it's a lifetime process of taking a step forward, maybe two steps back, maybe three steps forward, maybe one step back, of, of, of not being perfect, but continually trying to do better. Well, um, we talk a lot, a lot in, in the virtue ethics and in business ethics, which is, is kind of my passion in the business side of things, is um, something that we can really, you know, take forward at Mount Marty and, and really separate us from uh, any, really, almost any other place out there, at least certainly in our region. Wow, what a fantastic. When we come back here after a short break, I want to talk a little bit more about that vision that you have for business, for the business program uh, at Mount Marty College. Why is it that we should all be sending our sons and daughters down there, not just for nursing, teaching, uh, arts, choral, but for business as well? Um, you just mentioned right there best practices and then figuring out how to do them. Uh, and that's really this intersection of what education is. It's not an input of information into the brain simply, but it's a training of the human person and who they are, who am I, and then how is it that I ought to live well, and then the place where they can practice that. Mm. They actually can, and we call it a law practice, right? We call it yeah. a business practice, right? Well, this idea of praxis and, and living out the principles that we believe. Uh, I look forward, uh, Jamie, to talking with you a little bit more about that uh, after the short break. Tell us quickly, um, Mount Marty, how was it that really quick that it came on your radar? And then after a short break, maybe we'll lean into a little bit more about your vision for what the program has. I had always paid attention to wanting to be a, a, a teaching and um, uh, in business at the same time. I, I've always loved that concept. Had that opportunity for six years earlier at USD and missed it. Uh, you were down there, frankly, Joe, and had kind of watched some of the changes happen with BLI. And in spite of the fact that you were there, I decided, heck. You no, know, <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, you, you had a lot to do with it. You, you, you and, and, and Dr. Long really 
had made some 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 significant improvements and watching the momentum build at Mount Marty uh said you know hey is this the right time in my life to do this and and for us um we have you know it, it was the timing is is it's not always perfect when you have kids but it, it's about as good as it was going to get and we thought maybe that's the right place to go cuz I, I never want to retire uh and uh uh, you know, there's something about teaching how you're, 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 you're there for a long time and, and keeping young through the students. But also, um, I had a friend, uh, named Al Kirtenbach, who's, uh, been, who's the founder, co-founder of Dactronics, who's been very active in the business program and at Marty as well. He's active at a lot of colleges, but, uh, Al, uh, nudged me and tugged me and suggested I come down. Uh, and, uh, you know, Al has been such an important person in my life. Uh, in these areas that I, I really wanted to listen and, 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 hmm. and the combination of, 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 of Dr. Long, of you, of Al, and a bunch of other things mixing together. But, but the other thing is, is that I went to St. Joseph's School in Pierce, South Dakota. I had Benedictines from Watertown teaching. Sister wow. Jeremy taught like, my entire family. Uh, and uh, the Benedictine influence has always been there, and we love the Benedictines, and we probably always will love the Benedictines. And they have an incredible place. And that Benedictine spirituality, it was also the first place I went to discern seminary. I got mm-hmm. sent to Blue Cloud Abbey. So the Benedictines have had a profound influence on my life and my family's life. So that's why my heart. Outstanding, Jamie. What a beautiful, beautiful story. We're lucky to have you down there at the Mount at as the, Mount. The, the momentum continues. <clears throat> so, Heather, uh, quite quite a story i know and we're just right in the middle of it so don't go anywhere folks we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to have more with jameson rounds we'll be back in just a minute live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. 
Do you desire to deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ? If so, Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota, invites you to register for a men's or women's Ignatian Silent Retreat in 2020. Every retreat is led by an experienced retreat director who will offer a series of points for prayer, inviting you to a personal encounter with Christ. For more information, you can call 605-263-1040 or visit broom-tree.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutten. And I sometimes wish the listeners could hear our breaks because <laughs> Joe Rutten and Jameson Rounds just kept the conversation going and you missed out on a few things. So, well, we'll it- recap. It's uh, one of those things where you just have to, what I found was that anytime I I found a professor that when the class was over, I didn't want to leave. Yeah. That was where I, and and that's kind of what oftentimes Jamie is. It's like, (laughs) I don't want to leave the conversation, right? Because it's, it's, and this is what I believe about the human experience is that we're all looking for that, that Mm -hmm. thing that like is within us that, um, awakens us to something greater, something more. It, it, it arouses our passion for something true, good, noble, and beautiful. But we're broken creatures, and so we often kind of go to baser things. Right. And when we're in good conversation, and, and it's with people with such great vision and uh, such a well-rounded experience and education like what Jamie has, I just find that I could like throw anything at the dartboard and Jamie would have yeah. something wise to say about it. So, Absolutely. Jamie, thanks for being here with us on Real Presence Live as we kind of wrap up this two-hour session uh, on Real Presence Live. Joe Rutten here, Director of the Benedict and Leadership Institute at Mount Marty College, soon-to-be university in Yankton, South Dakota. Uh, Jamie, we are just talking about your, your past, your you're a pure boy, pure South Dakota, kind of come from a large family, all South Dakota educated. Well, here I thought you were saying he was holy, pure. Well, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, we're, we do the best we can there, you know. And uh, Jamie. Yeah, we're, we're all taking, trying to take steps that way. But right. Tell, we're, we're not angels, but we're trying to be safe. Right. That's right. Amen, brother. So, so you're you're coming to the business program at Mount Marty. We uh, tell us a little bit about the chair, about the the new growth, the new vision uh, that you have for what what was a solid, good program in business. That now it seems it's like oh they're really doing something there. They're trying to invest in it or grow this as a strategic initiative. Tell us a little bit yeah, about the business program. Well, I have a wonderful faculty. First off, that you always have to chat with. We have we have a, a small but very uh, a, a great faculty: um, Charlie Gross, Joe Shenaha, Terry Stahl, uh, and Lori um, Hofer. Uh, have uh, and Lori Hofer is kind of our key. She's young. She's um, just shot back. Was in the Czech Republic. Uh, Joe Shenaha has been there for years. Uh, he's been our uh, kind of our, our chair and our stalwart before. Uh, uh, Charlie Gross is a legend. Uh, and he has, you know, he's been involved in council in, in Yankton and, and he gives so much of himself. And, and then Terry Stahl is an adjunct professor, uh, or teacher, but professor, but, but he, he, he lifts a lot of weight for us. And then we have adjuncts up at, uh, varying adjuncts and different folks that teach up at Watertown. So we have a, a really wonderful crew that is, is, is exciting to work with. 
We have a solid uh, accounting group between uh, Lori and Joe Shenaha, and we have uh, banking, which has been solid with with um, uh, Charlie Gross. So that's that's been really really exciting to see, and we have a, a, a again a, a great foundation, and now uh, we have some folks from the outside who I have been working with. We put together an advisory board. Uh, and the advisory board consists of business leaders from across the state, uh, Catholic and non-Catholic, uh, and uh, also uh, President Long. And he said, where do we want to go? Where do we need to go? What, what's the, what, where are we supposed to be helping our students go in the future? What's needed uh, in, in, in the future? And so we're looking at new ideas and new ways of integrating what I call the kind of the Benedictine tradition of scholars with hands in the dirt. If you go to the back of the chapel, the big, beautiful church that's on Mount Marty's campus, this incredible building that, that looks like it could come right out of someplace in Europe, and there's this huge stained glass window at the back of the chapel up above the choir loft, and you see the sisters in all of their role, and it plays out in everything from being in the hospital surgical room to hoeing the garden to doing carpentry work to teaching to being scholars, writing and studying, to taking care of the sick, and being this whole range, to working on garments. I mean, it's, it's this incredible thing that shows the range that the Benedictine mentality has had for 1,500 years, that you had to be both highly educated, the scholar, but you also had to be able to get out and get something done, to do the work, that rhythm of life, that balance in the day. And we're trying to look forward now to fully integrating. If we're Benedictine, let's be Benedictine. And let's integrate that into what happens at Mount Marty and do that in the business program. So we are looking at making some transitions that get more and more and more hands-on activities in the future. Uh, uh, you know, we, we keep coming back to this. And we, up, at Mount Mar- up at Watertown, we have a, a, a great co-location with Lake Area Technical School. So we have this ability in Watertown where we can bring in the liberal arts from Mount Marty and the technical capabilities of, of, of Lake Area Botech, which is one of the best in the country. What happens when we combine those two mentalities in the future? What can we have happen? And, and, and the Benedictine concept, the other thing that I, I just have to say is this practical side of the Benedictine is that and the BLI is that, you know, again, you're going to hear me pound on this term virtue ethics, because whenever we look at something who's, where the consequences are severe and immediate, okay, playing a football game, you're either going to lose and you're going to know quickly. Um, maybe it's playing in a concert. If you mess up, everybody knows. It's a doctor's office or something like that, engineering, uh, building a bridge, flying an airplane. When the consequences are severe and immediate, you want somebody who is disciplined, who knows what they're doing, has a skill and a talent for it, and does it the right way, and that they really learned it and know it inside and out. Well, that's what we, we teach at Mount Marty, and that's what we're getting to, is coming back to this concept of virtue ethics, that you have to know it and be able to do it. And that only comes from practice and study. Wow. Right there you go, folks. 
Uh, if and you're out there the listening <laughs> and you want your child to receive an amazing education, Mount Marty University is the place to get it. I'm telling you, this is why it's great having Jamie last in mm-hmm. a sense. He's capable of bringing it all together, understanding the relationship between each of the programs, departments, uh, that there's a, a process to this whole thing. And maybe it's that business training with a seminary formation. He's yeah. a philosopher. He's a practical philosopher. He really right? is. And, I call uh, myself a pracademic. A pracademic? <laughs> we, have, have we just created something new? We need a T-shirt. No, 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 no. We need, no, no. A, we need a T-shirt. Pracademic is not mine, but it means a practical academic. It means somebody whose foot. You know, I'm, I'm half. Half of my job is to be out in the business world. So I, I have a half load, and I have to be out in the business world, working with the city of Yankton, working with the community, developing relationships, and being out in the business world. I have to maintain my business as part of my my job. Right. So yep. that way there, I'm practical and academic. So yeah, there well, you go. Wonderful. Well, Jameson, thank you so much. We could have had a full hour with you. It was Maybe a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Yep. Well, thank you all. And uh, thank you, Joel, for working with the BLI. The BLI has been, been the Leadership Institute. It really is one of the most impressive things we have at Mount Marty. And excited to work with you and to coordinate with you. Amen, brother. All right. Well, Joe, that's the end of the show, but... It's wow. only Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so there is setting. another show tomorrow. So let's shoot up to Eli in Fargo. Eli, will you tell us what we have going on tomorrow? Well, I suppose I can do that. Thanks, Thank Heather. Thank you. We had a great show today. Another <laughs> great show coming up tomorrow. 9 to 11 a.m. Central right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer. Coming to you from our Grand Fork studio. They'll visit with Father Neil Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo. Talking about ministering during COVID-19 and beyond. Plus, at 9.30 Central, we're bringing back Straight Talk with Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer. Call in with your questions for them. And Deacon Mark Creechy of the Diocese of Crookston will talk about preparing our children for the sacrament of holy matrimony. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on tomorrow's show, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right. Thanks, Eli. Well, Joe, it was a fantastic show, and if anybody missed anything, uh, we always put up our shows on our podcasts um, through Real Presence Radio. You can find it on our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com, or you can find it also on our app. And if you missed Rutten Radio this morning, you can go listen to that. It was a fantastic show this morning, Joe. It was Wonderful, and you probably don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, you know, pre-recorded I, and all. <laughs> I just have to say, Heather, uh, to all the listeners out there, for all the listeners out there, how grateful we are for Catholic Radio in the Midwest. Amen. Uh, Real Presence Network is a phenomenal organization with great leadership, and your ministry is invaluable to communicating the good that is happening at all of these different areas and different compartments, institutions in our communities. And so thank you on behalf of the listeners and those out there in leadership for your presence. On behalf of Real Presence Radio, thank you for listening and stay tuned. Have a great day, everyone. This has been Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local. 
engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.